1: Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast and if you are new here, welcome. My name is Jasmine. I am a certified life coach and content creator and here on Just Glow With It, we talk about all things lifestyle, wellness, and self-growth. So before we get into today's episode, I want to set the scene for you to really set the tone and the vibes for today's episode. So it is a Friday night. I'm all by myself tonight and I decided to have a solo self-care night with just me, myself, and I. I made myself some dinner. I did my skincare routine. I'm actually wearing a mask right now as we speak and now I'm just sitting on my bed drinking some wine and recording this episode for you all and I have to say that I'm living for this moment right now. I love that I'm in this place in my journey where I can be by myself on a Friday night and feel truly so at peace and so content with myself. 21 year old me however would probably be spiraling right now thinking that something was wrong with me and that i was a loser for being alone on a friday night but We've evolved past that and I wanted to sit down and kind of share how I'm able to embrace being alone and how you can begin to romanticize being in your own solitude and as you could tell by the title of this episode, how to embrace alone time for creativity, self-care and personal growth. There's so much beauty that can come out of spending time by yourself. Don't get me wrong, I love my family, I love my friends, I love You know hanging out with the girls and having girl time just as much as I love being alone and I definitely think there needs to be a balance between nurturing your friendships and spending time with the people that you love and also having that time for yourself. So as someone who used to struggle with being alone and feeling lonely to now enjoying and embracing my alone time and loving who I am by myself, I really wanted to, to share with you all how I've been able to come to this place because I think it is such a beautiful place to be and just having peace in your own solitude. There is nothing, nothing like it and I truly feel that the more that you are content and happy being by yourself, the better you can show up for the people in your life and the better you, you can be. And just a little FYI, it doesn't matter if you are single, in a relationship, married, everyone can benefit from alone time and embracing their own solitude so it Your relationship status does not matter. We all need our alone time from time to time. So yeah, just wanted to say that. And of course, if you want more of this content in your life, be sure to follow me on my YouTube channel where I share my daily routines, my healthy habits, days in my life, balancing life and work, productivity and self-care and all of that good stuff. And also follow my Instagram, my TikTok if you want more lifestyle, self-growth inspiration as well and if you wish to support the podcast, I would so appreciate if you could check out our sponsors for today's episode. They allow me to show up for you all, do what I love, and create the content that you all love as well. So that is all I have to say for today's episode. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. So before I share how I romanticize my alone time and how I'm able to really enjoy and embrace my solitude, I thought I'd share the benefits of spending time by yourself. Ever since I've embraced my alone time and have carved out time to be by myself, with myself, I've noticed such a difference in so many aspects that I want to get into. And the first benefit of solitude and spending time by yourself is that it can be used as a tool for personal growth and self-reflection. Being alone gives us a chance to process our thoughts and our emotions that we may not be aware of or have the energy to pay attention to when we are surrounded by people all the time. There have been so many moments where the second that I have a moment to myself, I am overwhelmed with such emotions on things that I didn't even realize were bothering me and it wasn't until I took that five minutes out of my day to journal or to check in with myself that I realized that I was bottling up all of these emotions. That's a big reason why I like to take time at least once a week to myself, whether it's in a separate room away from my boyfriend or having you know, an entire day by myself or going to the coffee shop by myself, that time alone really allows me to check in with myself and where I'm at mentally, emotionally. If there's anything that I've kind of been putting off to the back of my mind that I haven't given energy to, usually in those moments, that is when things that I've been ignoring really come to the surface and I think that is so important for our own personal growth. Those things that we tend to On the back burner or ignore are typically the things that we really need to work on and pay attention to. Spending time alone has been an amazing way to work on myself and get to know myself, heal, and just really elevate in my self-growth journey. Another benefit that I've found in spending time by myself is that it really boosts my creativity and also helps me find inspiration. When we allow ourselves time and space to just be still, be uninterrupted, ideas begin to flow and we're really able to tap into our creativity that is harder to tap into when you are constantly on the go or in conversations with people. My best ideas have been in moments of solitude and when I've been disconnected from other people so if you're someone who's currently experiencing a creative block or lack of inspiration, think about when the last time you spent time by yourself uninterrupted. And if it's been a minute, maybe it's a sign that you need to go into solitude for a day, or an afternoon, spend time with yourself, journal, brain dump, whatever's on your mind and see what, what comes to the surface. And I think you'll find that that really opens the floodgates to your creativity and inspiration Of course, spending time by myself, and being in solitude is a great way for me to reset and recharge. And I think this one will vary depending on the kind of person you are. I am an introvert. I get very drained very easily being around people, even people that I love. Although I love them so much, I get drained very, very quickly being around people. And I know that there are people who they get energy by being around people and so it really just depends the kind of person that you are but i know for myself in order for me to reset and recharge i have to have to be alone which again is why i prioritize having at least one day where i'm not around too many people and i'm not available for too many people typically like to use sundays as my reset and recharge days to prepare myself for a new week and to brainstorm, you know, get my life together. Taking breaks and giving myself space to relax and unwind is absolutely essential for maintaining balance and my well-being. I think it's really important that we take time each day to disconnect from the demands of everyday life and recharge our batteries. If you think about a car, a car needs maintenance, a car needs gas, a car needs to be well taken care of in order for it to function properly and for it to last you a long time and it's the same concept with us we need time to recharge our batteries each and every single day and that's why I really prioritize an evening routine Another benefit that I found in spending time in solitude is that it helps me to stay focused and productive, hence, our whole do not disturb era. That's a big reason why I really created this era for myself. I needed to spend time alone in order to really, really stay focused and stay on track with the goals that I have been trying to reach because somewhere along the way, I got distracted, I got distracted by the people in my life, I got distracted by life in general and things that were outside of myself and in order for me to get myself back on track, I needed to be in solitude and we've been in this whole do not disturb era for about two months, two and a half months and I've noticed such a difference in myself and in my habits and how I feel and the progress I've been making in these last two months than I have in the last half of 2022. So if you're someone who gets easily distracted, you lose focus or you lose momentum towards your goals, maybe spending time in solitude for a while could benefit you if you are trying to reach goals and move forward in your life in some way. Spending time in solitude has also helped me build a positive relationship with myself, which of course is another benefit. Being alone really gives you the opportunity to get to know yourself better. Learn to enjoy your own company and it can really help us develop a sense of independence and self-reliance. I grew the most and I got to know myself the most when I lived on my own In my early 20s, I was single and I was living in my own apartment. Although that time was challenging in its own ways, that was definitely the time period in my life where I really, really grew the most and I learned to rely on myself. Obviously, I had to take care of myself, pay my own bills and things like that, but I really got to know who I was as a person, my likes, my values, my hobbies, because there was nothing distracting me. There was no one I could really go to or rely on. Obviously, I had my friends and my family and things like that, but when you spend a majority of your time by yourself, that gives you all the time in the world to really figure out who you are and see what it is that you are capable of. And I know that now it's not as realistic or it's a lot harder at, least to live on your own, especially if you are a young woman who wants to live in a safe neighborhood. It's, it's a lot harder but if you have the ability to do so. Even if it's only for six months, I encourage you to take that step and see in which ways you are able to grow and how you get to know yourself better. Spending time in solitude has also taught me how to appreciate the little things in life and find joy and gratitude in just the mundane things. Like I said, I had a solo self-care day today and I did pretty basic things. I cooked dinner, I did my skincare routine, I poured a glass of wine, I didn't do anything extraordinary and I feel so rejuvenated right now and I just, I don't know, there's something about enjoying the little things. By yourself, that touches you in a different way. And I feel like when you're able to enjoy the little things by yourself, obviously the bigger things you're able to enjoy, and you're also able to enjoy the little things with other people as well. Spending time in solitude has really taught me how to cultivate more mindfulness and gratitude in general, but also in the little things. Just enjoy the little pockets of joy throughout my day like my morning coffee or my skincare routine or listening to a podcast or enjoying a really good book and things like that. So those are some of the benefits that I found in spending time alone and being in my own solitude. I want to share how we can cultivate a more positive relationship with ourselves and being alone if you are someone who struggles with spending time by yourself or being alone. Like I said, I used to be that person too who did not like to be by myself, I did not know what to do with myself when I was alone, or if I ever spent a weekend by myself at home, I seriously thought something was wrong with me and that people didn't like me and you know things like that and i think that came from fear of rejection fear of not being liked and also like certain traumas and things like that the fear of being alone can definitely be caused by different things maybe you were or felt abandoned in your life before or maybe a fear of being alone can also be related to a lack of self-confidence and a person who doesn't believe in themselves may think they are not worthy of love and that and things like that and for some people they are afraid of being alone because they don't know how to be comfortable by themselves. So the first thing that I would say to anyone who struggles embracing their own solitude or who doesn't like being alone or doesn't know how to be by themselves, the first thing that I would work on is shifting your mindset on what being alone represents for you. Like I said in the past, being alone to me equaled Something's wrong with me, or people don't like me. Being alone equaled something negative. And if you have a negative perspective or a negative mindset on something like being alone, it's going to be very difficult for you to be able to embrace that or enjoy that because you see it through a negative lens. But if you were to shift your mindset on what being alone means for you into a more positive perspective, that is going to help you to begin the process of embracing your own solitude. So now when I look at being alone, my perspective and the way that I view that is being alone means I am able to enjoy my own company because I like who I am. And it means being confident and at peace with myself and feeling complete with just myself and not needing anything or anyone else to make me feel good about myself i look at it as like wow i love and appreciate myself so much that i can enjoy this simple moment being alone on a Friday night and not feel any kind of way, that makes me feel good about myself to know that I am that content with myself. So shift your mindset, your perspective around what being alone means to you or what you're making being alone mean for you. And I would also say as a reminder that there's a difference between being alone And being lonely. And just because you are physically alone doesn't mean that you are lonely. Right now, in this moment, I am alone, minus my cats, but. You know what I mean? I am alone, but I do not feel lonely because one, I know that I have myself. First and foremost, I can always rely on myself, but also I know that I have people in my life who love me and who I love as well. I could text a friend right now, FaceTime my sisters, call my boyfriend, like I have people in my life and i know that i have them and that makes me feel not alone vice versa i've been in situations where i've been in a room full of people and i've never felt more alone aka my time in high school that is probably when i've had the most friends in life and when i've also felt the most alone so just keep that in mind that being physically alone does not mean that you are by yourself or that you are lonely and i also think one way to cultivate a positive relationship with yourself and being alone is to find activities and hobbies that you enjoy doing by yourself so this is where we get to explore the things that we like if we don't really know what we're into or or if we want to try new things and this could be anything from gardening, painting, reading writing for me it's creating scrapbooks and journaling and cooking it could be making music engaging in activities that you enjoy helps in making your alone time more enjoyable and a fulfilling experience and i also find it very therapeutic to get lost in activities that you enjoy without any disruption. When you are being intentional with spending time by yourself it's really important to set boundaries and create a personal space for you to be able to do that and this might involve you know setting setting aside dedicated time for yourself and making sure that you have a private place to retreat to or simply communicate your needs to other people. I think by establishing clear boundaries, you can feel more in control of your alone time and obviously you're less likely to be intruded by others. For example, one of my alone times that is uh, non-negotiable for me is my morning routine and I've communicated with my boyfriend that I do not want to be interrupted for anything until my morning routine is done. We've established this routine where every morning, my boyfriend gets up a little bit before me, and in the mornings when he gets up, he takes the cats and himself out of our bedroom and he shuts the door because he knows that in a few minutes, I am going to get up next and I'm going to start my morning routine. And when I'm done with my morning routine, I open my bedroom door and that's kind of like a signal that, okay okay, I'm done with my morning routine and that's just a small example of how I set a boundary for my alone time, but I think it's really important, especially if you have roommates, you know, a partner or children, it's really important that you express the alone time that it is that you need because there's nothing more irritating than when you want to spend time by yourself and being with yourself and, you know, someone barges into your bedroom and is asking you a question, even though they might not be aware that, you are trying to spend time alone it's really important to just express your needs and you know if you have children maybe your husband or partner or whoever could take the kids out to the park while you have the afternoon to yourself to you know be by yourself whatever the case is it's just really important to set those boundaries and be very clear about what it is that you need I also think learning to be comfortable with silence and stillness is super helpful when it comes to being alone and also learning how to be by yourself. For me, it's very tempting when I am by myself or, you know, not really having much to do to spend that time scrolling on TikTok or Instagram or, you know, watching YouTube videos and there's absolutely nothing wrong with using your downtime for those things, but I can be honest and say that I... I've had times where I say, okay, I'm going to have a self-care day today or I'm going to spend like, you know, the evening by myself and recharge, get in touch with myself or whatever and I spend the whole night just scrolling, mindlessly scrolling. Before I know it, my alone time is over with and interrupted and I didn't really get time with myself. I didn't rest. I didn't recharge. I didn't shut off the way that I needed to and it's felt like I just wasted a whole day or evening. For tonight, I knew that I was going to be alone most of the evening and I wanted to be very intentional with not mindlessly being distracted or scrolling because that would not have given me what it is that I actually need right now. Today's the first day of my period. The First week of 2023 is over. There's a lot going on. I'm really tired. And so I wanted to be very intentional with making sure that I was actually doing things this evening that were going to make me feel good and rest and recharge so that is what i did i decided to delete my social media for the weekend instead of just sitting in bed scrolling although i did that a little bit before i deleted my social media i like i said made dinner did my skincare routine did things around the house i journaled as well and really just did things that i felt i needed to do And I'm really glad that I did because it's so tempting to say that you are practicing quote-unquote self-care, but you're not nourishing yourself the way that you need to be. And so I think being able to practice mindfulness or simply taking some time to sit quietly, quietly and be present with your thoughts and feelings is really, really, really key in spending time in solitude. And like I mentioned earlier... I do think it's really important to find balance between spending time in solitude and of course making time for the people that you love. Too much of anything is never a good thing. Spending too much time with people can be very draining or distracting and then spending too much time alone can become very depressing and isolating and I've definitely been on both sides of the spectrum and I'm just here to say that it's really important to be able to identify what your needs are and find balance between the two. Something that's really helped me in being able to maintain this balance to the best of my abilities has been cycle syncing and I like to use where I am in my cycle to determine my social battery and what I need. I feel like I talk about cycle syncing in every episode but it's because it's been quite literally so life-changing in all ways. It's been so influential in my lifestyle decisions, my habits, my routines, my workouts, my nutrition everything in my life has been affected in a positive way ever since i've been cycle syncing and so now i know okay when i am in my spring and summer phase that is when i want to be social that is when i want to hang out with my girlfriends i want to facetime you know my family every day and i my social battery is just much higher and i want to be around people i crave connection and interaction and so I know to schedule those things in my life during those times in my cycle and then when I am in my autumn slash winter season of my cycle, I know that I don't want to be around people. My battery is drained. I'm tired. I'm at the end of my mental and emotional capacity and I just want to chill and be cozy and rest and spend time by myself and so I know not to schedule things during Those times and I'm more intentional about spending time by myself, hence tonight's solo self-care night. So that's one way that I am able to maintain balance between socializing and spending time in solitude, just understanding where I'm at within my cycle and my mind and my body that's obviously all intertwined. I also want to mention the importance of self-compassion and self-care when alone. Like I mentioned, one of the benefits of being alone is being able to use it as a tool for self-reflection and personal growth, and it's because you are accessing and making space for thoughts and feelings to kind of come to the surface that you wouldn't really be paying attention to, and oftentimes those thoughts and feelings are not always the most positive, but that's okay. Things come up for us so that we can work through them. And I know some of my deepest healing and my greatest inner work has been in moments of solitude and I'm not saying that those times were easy at all, but those were definitely pivotal times in my own healing and had I not forced myself to be alone in certain phases of my life, I would not have learned how to get to know myself, how to love myself for all of who I am and really practice self-care and self-love and I feel like this goes without saying but obviously practicing self-care is also an important part when we are alone and of course self-care can be face masks and you know taking baths and things like that but it's much more deeper than that as well it also involves taking care of our physical in our emotional needs, getting enough sleep, eating well, and engaging in activities that really nourish our bodies and our minds. I know this is going to sound like an oxymoron, but I also want to remind you that you don't have to face being alone completely on your own, so this goes back to me saying, Just because you are alone doesn't mean you are lonely and seeking support from friends, family, therapists can be really helpful to cope with difficult emotions and things that come up for you when you are alone. So to end off today's episode, I want to share how I romanticize my time by myself. So I've talked about the benefits of being alone, I've talked about how you can cultivate a positive relationship with yourself and being alone, but I want to talk about like The practical steps or tips that I have that allows me to really embrace my alone time and really romanticize my being in my own solitude. And the first thing that I like to do when I know I'm spending time by myself is to create a vibe for myself, to create a mood for my solitude. So, for example, tonight's vibe is cozy and comfort i chose those because one it's winter time secondly i just started my period so i wanted to be cozy and i wanted to be all about the comfort and so i made sure that the clothes that i wore and also my space really had that cozy and comfort energy so I have a candle burning, I have my wine, I'm in really comfy clothes, the mood is set in my apartment, and the vibe, you know, is set. So whatever you are doing, whether you're taking yourself out on a date, or you're spending, you know, a morning at the coffee shop, whatever your plans are in your own solitude, create a vibe for yourself, and a really great way to help me create a vibe is creating a life playlist, as I like to call it. I have different playlists for different moods, obviously, like when I want to tap into my feminine energy, I have a playlist for that. When I want to tap into my confident, powerful, high energy version of myself while I'm working out, I have a playlist for that. And when I want a more moody vibe, I have a playlist for that. So creating different playlists for different moods or vibes in your life is a great way to really not only romanticize your life, but also romanticize being alone and just kind of adds a little extra oomph to your life, I feel. And another thing that I like to do to really romanticize my alone time is setting my intentions for how I want to feel during my alone time. So for example, today as I was shifting into my solo self-care time, I journaled, that was the first thing that I did, I journaled on how I wanted to feel at the end of my solitude, what I wanted to do, what I needed during this time, and just really creating those intentions so that I have something in mind as I go throughout, you know, my time being alone. And another thing that I think can be really helpful when you want to spend time by yourself but you don't know what to do or you know you're stuck on how to really enjoy your alone time is to create a solitude bucket list so you could do like a visual one you can write a list in your journal of all the things that you would love to do by yourself whether that's going to a coffee shop taking yourself out to dinner going to the movies going shopping you get the gist creating a bucket list of all the things big or small that you would love to do by yourself when you do find yourself needing time in solitude and being alone you can reference your bucket list and see what you're feeling called to do i find this so helpful when I am like, okay, I know I want to spend time by myself but I don't know what I want to do. Another thing that I love to do to really romanticize my alone time is to elevate my self care rituals. So I like to be super extra with the little things because I just feel like that's what makes life fun and beautiful and enjoyable. I could cook dinner and I could just cook dinner, make myself a meal and call it a day. Or I could, today I cooked myself dinner and I made it a vibe. I turned on some candles. I had some jazz music playing in the background. I poured myself some wine and I really just enjoyed every step of the cooking process from chopping up my vegetables to cooking my salmon like I really enjoyed what it was that I was doing and then I plated my plate beautifully I didn't just put it all together and eat really quickly I made myself a pretty plate and really enjoyed my meal. Same thing with my skincare routine. I could just do my skincare really quickly and get it over with or I could really enjoy my skincare routine by setting the vibe again, putting on a nice robe, really taking my time with each step and being grateful for the skincare products and really just enjoying the skincare products feel on my skin and things like that. So really elevating your simple rituals and routines can also be so helpful in romanticizing and embracing your solitude. With that also, dating yourself is really helpful in romanticizing your solitude as well. Whether you are in a relationship, married, or single, I think it's really important that we all date ourselves regardless of our relationship status. It's important to do things for yourself that you would want a significant other to do for you. And if you think about it, if you aren't willing or don't take the time and energy to do things for yourself, why Would anyone else do it for you? Why would you expect someone else to treat you a certain way if you yourself don't treat yourself that way? I just always keep that in mind when I feel like lazy with certain things or when I don't put in effort. In certain ways, I remind myself that if I expect my boyfriend to treat me a certain way or do certain things for me, then I sure as hell better do those same things for myself as well. So take yourself out on a date, go to the movies by yourself, buy yourself flowers, write yourself a love letter, whatever you would want someone to do for you, do those things for yourself. And the last thing that really helps me to romanticize my alone time is finding gratitude in the things I can do when I'm alone. So for example, this is going to sound so silly, but one of the things that I really love about being by myself is that I don't have to share my food with my boyfriend. I don't have to share anything with him. I can enjoy my home meal and I really like not sharing my food or getting to be selfish in what I want to do and not have to take someone else into consideration. Obviously, you know, when I'm with my boyfriend or a friend or whoever, I am going to take their needs into consideration, whether it's what we want for dinner, or what movie we want to watch, or what activity we want to do, but I love the fact that when I am by myself, I don't have to think about anyone. I can watch whatever show I want, I can do whatever I want, and no one can have anything to say about that, and I absolutely love that part of being by myself. So that is how I romanticize solitude and how we can all embrace our alone time for creativity, self-care, and personal growth. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and that it brings you closer to being able to embrace your own solitude and enjoy being alone. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, whether you are in a relationship or single, it's so important for us to have time to ourselves, whether it's once a week, once a month, whatever we can afford. I hope that you enjoy this episode as a final reminder be sure to check out our sponsors for today's episode. The links and codes to everything will be in the show notes. Be sure to follow my socials, my links, my YouTube channel if you want more of this content in your life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate if you could write and review, share this episode with anyone who you think may enjoy this podcast as well. And that is all I have to say. I will talk to you all next week. So, as always, until next time, remember to just glow with it.